and here's the two of themselves. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the next hour. Hello and welcome to Dave and Isaac Discuss. My name is Dave. I am Isaac. And in this edition of the podcast, we are actually going to take a little time and talk about what is going to be happening in our very, very upcoming lives. And then also give a little introduction as to what you'll be hearing this episode. Yeah. So, Isaac, yeah. somewhere around November, the end of November, we wrapped up a podcast we used to do, Red vs. Blue. We watched it about 56 episodes, and we ended there. November six years ago. Six years ago. <laughs> yeah. 2011. Yes. So, at that time, I eventually picked up a mixer and microphones, and I sat you down and said, hey, I want to test this out. Let's play with this for a minute. For just a minute. Yeah, let's just do this just for one. I just want to see if I can mess with some dials, see what happens, see what... And so uh, we sat down and started talking about The Hunger Games, which had just come out. Just the movie had just come out. Yep. I just finished reading the first book. I was working on the second one. And I said, hey, let's, let's talk about that and see if I can fuck with this a little bit. And that's what we did. And so we ended up recording for a little over an hour and decided to come back and cover the second half. Of the same movie. Of the same movie and book comparison. And we've had this episode in the can for a long time, played with it, and think it's definitely worth your time and your listening pleasure. So we will be releasing that over the next two weeks because you, sir, yes, are going to college. Correct. I, uh, going back to college. Yeah, going back to college. When, yeah. You came out to Colorado, where I'm living, to live with me when? In 2014? Uh, yeah, I, no, was here, I was here New Year's of 2015. That's right. And at that point, we were going to do Dave and Isaac Discuss, which is what the uh, Hunger Games episodes were actually named. Correct. It just wasn't fleshed out to what it is now. Right. We didn't figure out exactly how we wanted to play it, but those episodes were always the starting point. So what you'll be hearing is the initial, the original, and the official starting point of Dave and Isaac discuss we really appreciate this time and even though we'll be taking a little bit a little break isaac will be taking a microphone with him um he will be appearing on some episodes there are episodes i'm working on right now so you won't be missing any weeks no there will definitely never be weeks there may be weeks without me but i will still be a mainstay on the podcast that's right uh, there will be weeks uh there will not be weeks that are missed so if everybody, if that makes sense. <laughs> so everybody, please enjoy a blast from the past for the next two weeks. We'll have the Hunger Games part one and two. This was well before we figured out that we'd be doing recommendations or news or anything along those lines. So we just want to let you know what you're going to be hearing, let you know we appreciate it. And we will be back on the mic or at least myself in three weeks. Yep, next week you'll get part two of this fantastic episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. Ahua. What are we going to talk about? Oh, fucking Hunger Games. Did you like it? The movie? Yeah. Not, uh, I, I was very disappointed Why? in the movie. Uh, the main reason was because yeah. of, of the difference in their perception of the book between, or the difference between their perception of the book and mine. Which was? 
Well, just about everything. The characters. Everything about the, <laughs> the movie was the characters. Yeah. The name was the same. <laughs> there wasn't a single part of it that was good. No, there was good parts in it. Just nothing like what you thought. Right, exactly. Did you read a book called The Hunger Games? Or did you, you're like, God, that Hunger Games movie was nothing like the Harry Potter books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happened. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought that was what the Hunger Games was supposed to be. Yeah, it was uh, Harry Potter number eight, you know. Yeah, Harry Potter and the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so why, why wasn't it as good? Well... To start, if we just start off from the beginning, the very first thing that happens in the movie that yeah. I can remember is they show her at the village at District 12. Which looked like a poverty-stricken village, right? Because it is. The scene. It was the scene in and District the, 12. You, all right. So you're explaining to me that the, I guess the uh, security is low there, but doesn't it seem like it's pretty high? Okay. Whenever she comes back from the games, it is. But before it looked like it too. Okay, yes, there's a lot of security guards there, but they sort of turn a blind eye to people going outside of the. He really gates didn't look like that. Well, it was like that because well, it didn't security, look like that. It didn't seem like that to me. That I didn't have a problem with that. <laughs> so uh, you're just wrong. So the first thing I noticed was that the scene where Katniss lives is in a village. Okay. And uh, you thought it was a city, yeah. I sort of pictured it as like an old rundown city, so you're upset. So I didn't like that stupid Hunger Games. Um, and you missed the wizards. What wizards, Harry Potter wizards, <laughs> yeah. The wizard Hermione, I wish Hermione, she was hot, yeah. So after that, mm-hmm. I didn't think they did very well casting Gail or Katniss. Who was Gail or Rue? So you didn't her, like you didn't like. I didn't like any of the actors, really. Not one of them? Not one of them. I actually liked the main chick. I thought she did a pretty good job acting. Yeah, but she didn't look anything like Katniss was supposed to. Why? What was, what was she described as? What okay, was that here about? it is. Okay. Katniss is described as having straight black hair. They got that down. Olive skin. Except it wasn't straight. Yeah. Olive skin and gray eyes, which are typical characteristics of the scene. So the essentially, essentially, she's like got that permatan, like that oil, like almost like that mud tan. Well, here's a picture. But smooth? Here's a picture from the Wikipedia website. That's the official drawing on the UK uh, book. Okay. She's wearing her, her regular getup, the green shirt with the black And that's her jacket. Hunger Games. And her Mockingjay pen. <laughs> What's a Mockingjay pen about? I didn't watch the movie very close. Yeah, they didn't explain it in the movie very well. Okay, so... Okay. So in the book, what happens is Madge, who is the daughter of the president of District 12, gives her the pen... Sort uh-huh. of like a sign of friendship because every every tribute from district is allowed to bring one token from the district to sort of represent that district. So she chose the Mockingjay because it was kind of rebellious. What happened was there were uh, it mocks people. No, there were these things called Japper Jays that the capital created during the war. Yeah, and they were supposed to. Or were they like um, ships or like you no, know they were birds, actual birds? Yeah, they were mutated birds that the capital <laughs> created. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> during during the war, and uh, what they did was they went out and listened to the rebels' conversations, and then they'd come back to the capital uh-huh. and repeat them. Yeah. And eventually, the rebels figured it out and started feeding them misinformation, feeding the capital misinformation. So the capital dropped the project and let them all go out in the wild, and they made it with mockingbirds and 
have these mockingjays. And mockingjays can't talk, but they bird can, boning. Yeah, bird boning. Birds and bees. So anyway, she wears the mockingjay pen, mm-hmm. and in the book, she didn't get it from Madge. Who's she got it from? That sus- one dude. She got it, that was a girl, Greasy Say or whatever. Oh, I, I was thinking of the gay it guy. Gave to Rue, and then Rue gave it back to her, or not Rue. Uh, what's her name? <laughs> black. The younger sister. Why was that Prem. such an issue? That Why was, was that an issue? That she that was w- black. Oh, it, it wasn't an issue at all. No. No. Okay. I was just making sure because apparently it was. I kept hearing, she ain't black. I was like, but she is a person that I uh, felt bad sure, when she died. I'm pretty sure that they never described her. That's that, the thing. They didn't. That, That's, that was where the controversy came in because they didn't really describe her. So she could have been yellow. <laughs> she could have been anything. She, been she didn't really even have to be human. So let's see here. We just got out of District 12. I was complaining about how I didn't like Gail as a character. Uh-huh. Or how they cast them. In fact, I didn't like any of the characters they cast. <laughs> um, well, like Hamick, or Hamich is, is his actual name. What about Peter? Was Pita? that his name? Peta. Peta? P-E-E-T-A. That's such a um, stupid name, first of all. Yeah, it is. I remember name. watching the movie, and all I could think is how dumb that sounded. Yeah, he was really ugly. He looked really boyish in that book. <laughs> he was a movie. horrible actor. Oh, man, he was the worst actor. Like, <laughs> he, so he would have fit right in in the room. He would have fit. Yeah. He, he was, you gotta get out of here! Get out of here! Go! Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, he was acting. acting. He was a bad actor. So, none of them... Did we really ever go were. and check the facts to see if it was 50-pound bag of flour or 100-pound bag of flour? Because I remember them no, saying, hey, he could throw a 50-pound bag of flour over his head. And I was thinking, that's not very impressive at all. <laughs> not really. Well, that whole scene where they were sort of uh, arguing over their skills or trying to tell Hamish their skills was a lot more in depth than the book and made a lot more sense. What did you think? All right. Now we get into the only part that I like. No, wait a minute. I haven't finished my conversation. No, 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 no. Okay. Real quickly. Okay. Since you've mentioned it, Hamish, he's that drunk dude, right? Uh huh. What did you didn't like him? Uh, uh-uh. no, not from the, in the book. I had him pictured as this really broad. Was he a guy. real drunk? In the oh, he was always drunk. He wasn't even drunk book? enough in the movie. Like he didn't even. There was a scene in the book. Scene. I don't know if you can really call it that. There was this part in the book during the raping where he was supposed to be there mm-hmm. and he wasn't there. And he shows up late and he's so drunk that he, he stumbles sloshed. and falls off the stage. <laughs> it it kind of makes just it... sloshed. Yeah, he's I always... thought he played it really well. I didn't really. But he, is he still a good guy in the book? Like, is yeah, he is, good, is he a really good is, trainer or whatever? What is he? Is he a trainer? Okay, here's here's what the deal is with Hamich. I call him Hamich, so if, because of the way I read the book, I uh-huh. just, until I saw the movie, I didn't know. So the deal is that in the last like twenty or thirty years or something, there had only been one winner from District Twelve, and it was Hamich, <laughs> and he's the only alive. In fact, he might be the only wait, winner wait, 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 ever wait. from District Twelve. Hold on a second. I didn't get that from the movie. Did I miss that? Was that in the movie? No, it wasn't in the movie. Okay. So he... They should have explained. Was I think, he picked or did he... No, he's the first volunteer. They might, Nobody volunteered except for what's her name, right? Katniss. Katniss. They might have explained that he had won the Hunger Games. Did the other districts have somebody like Hamage? Every district has... Usually they have two mentors. Uh-huh. And, but a mentor has to have won the Hunger Games. So most of the districts have... But he's the only one from District but he's 12. he's the only one from District 12, so he has to mentor Katniss and Peta. And he has to mentor somebody every time. Yeah, every time. So he's basically just this guy who's been so sick of 
these these kids getting picked, and then he has to mentor them, and then he has to wash them down. So that's why he's a drunk. So that's why he's drunk all the time. And he has to deal with that's basically awesome. his experience in the in the arena. Okay, so, so that's pretty cool. In the book, I sort of imagined him, and they never. I don't think they described him in real depth either. But I imagine that it sounds as, like poor book writing as well. No, it's it not poor. Actually, they do. Discard characters just enough to give you your own image, and then you can kind of create this character. Well, then it's you don't very, make a movie out of a book like that. It's very, very well written. Anyway, okay. so I imagine them, and I could be just imagining stuff that they describe. I can be imagining it completely wrong. So I imagine him as this like really broad shoulder guy with. Oh, you being, mean like a real just tough man, and then no, just bigger than he was. And then you see him in the movie, and it's this frail, drunken frame. Yeah. Did they ever explain how he won? Or is that in another book? No. Is his story ever told, really? I don't know. I'm only half. I'm only like a quarter Ooh. of the way through the first book. I want to. I want to hear a quarter um, of way through the first book. I second you, book. Oh, I was like, second I thought book. you finished. It. Sorry. Um, they did say. Are they making the movies a trilogy? Yeah, they okay. did say. Uh, Pete and Katniss were when they were in the cave in the book. They kind of wanted. You mean you mean the cave where? Well, we'll get to that later. Okay. Katniss and Peter were talking, okay. and they did sort of mention like they wanted how Hamish won the games. The only thing that they could come up with is he had to have outsmarted the other career tri- or the other tributes because he wasn't really he wasn't big and he wasn't good. He wasn't super skilled, but, but he somehow was, he won. He was really deceptive. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. So ah, we're okay, we were talking about the differences. I had only gotten so far as the village. And I'm sure I'm missing several things that kind of caught me off guard but you're but just few, talking about what upset you but a, a few of them weren't really that important like what the way Katniss got the Mockingjay pen wasn't all that important although in the book it, it was more in depth and, in the and book it better. was important in the book it was important <laughs> but in the movie they made it not important so um they got to the capital Cena I had pictured as uh okay who's <laughs> Cena Cena's her stylist the black guy okay the gay one yeah, he's not gay though. In the book, what is, is he? he gay in the movie? He sure seemed like it. Well, he's a stylist, of course he is. Gay? They never really, uh, or just like that. that. He could be gay. Okay, okay. Was it just me, or some of the character designs in that movie too much? No, they're supposed to be like that. Like, they, okay, they're so they got to be the, absolutely nuts. So, so were the visuals of the characters good? I don't know. I almost thought that they weren't crazy enough. Really? From the way they describe him in the book. I mean, like, in the book, they but go Katniss out... But Katniss is so bland. Why are all the other characters so... Because they live in the capital, and it's just sort of a capital thing. None of the other districts do that. That Okay, okay, that makes a little bit of sense. So, essentially, what they're showing is, like, rich people always have, like, these gaudy, ridiculous yeah, looks. Yeah, basically. And so, in the Hunger Games, they took it to an extreme. Yeah, but that's basically... Because, like, that doing. one newscaster, every time I saw him, and then... and then uh, The newscaster was mild compared to... Like, yeah, who was, who was the one who initially drew the names? Effie Trinket. Why? So, she's just makeup from head to toe, right? Pretty much, yeah. That but, part was really strange is, to me. She's sort of like she's sort of got this weird devotion to the tributes of District Twelve. Wait, it, but was she just? Yeah, what was? Why did she stick with the District Twelve? Folks I think so that much? the people who come, I think that you're assigned to a district. She was assigned to District Twelve. So throughout the whole thing, you've got your mentors. You're supposed to have two mentors, but District Twelve only has one. You've got your stylists and their team, mm-hmm. and then you've got the person who comes and draws the names for you and they all stick with you and they're your team your your district's team so there were 12 people like her in general well yeah 13 isn't that 13 there districts? were 13 districts and one of them got blown up during the war <laughs> 
just make it real simple. They just blew it up. Yeah. I'm telling you, lazy writing all throughout. It's, it's, you got to read the book. It's not lazy. It's grammar very well. I pictured all the characters and almost all the places differently. During the uh, training, when, you know, when Peter and, yeah. and Katniss were training. Or actually, let's go back further to that, to before they went on the chariots. And they got okay. the flaming suit. First of all, the girl on fire was way, way bigger deal in the book than it was in the movie. Like How so? They made it a huge deal in the movie. They made it like this. Maybe they just didn't do, like throughout the whole book, it they was made, sort of a big deal. Oh. Uh, is that why in the movie posters and all that, that one swall that bird, what was it again? The Mockingjay. Mockingjay was on, like, they always showed its tail on it fire, like be. a phoenix. I thought it was a phoenix. Could be. I had no idea what it was before I read the book. Because, uh, you know, I, I'm I looking gone, at hey, it. that's a Mockingjay. I'm looking at it right now, and it's all, it's on, it's flames, the poster. I mean, the, the symbol is in flames. Yeah, I think that's, that's probably why they did it. Probably why, because it was a big fire. deal in the book. So, going back to that point. Yeah. First of all. Both of the stylists is there because Peter gets his own stylist in, and also I, I have to say that in the book the relationship between Cena and Katniss is borderline creepy, but it's not quite creepy. Like it's it's really weird to explain, but they've got this really solid relationship. Well, it's almost creepy because he's like this forty year old dude, and, and she's takes like, such an interest. She's seventeen in the second book, but uh. like they've got this. They've got this really solid relationship, and they didn't portray that very well. I mean, they did. That was one of the few things that they did a better job on. The part with the chariot, uh, both the stylists are supposed to be there. Cena and Peters, whose name is like Portia or something like that. Uh-huh. Portia. Yeah. And so they set them on fire, and they make that, you know, they kind of have this deal where they're not sure it's going to work. <laughs> well, they didn't They didn't do that in the movie very much. They made the whole thing about it, it, it them being on fire a surprise to moviegoers. Like, if you hadn't read yeah. the book, you had no idea. So in the book, they kind of discuss before it happens. Yeah, like, yeah, they, they get really... Okay. So, so there's uh, a lot more lead up to that. Yeah, there's more. And so they set them on fire. So and why it, was it such a big deal? I mean, everything else was so ridiculous. Because every year, District 12 is always the underdog. They basically... The districts dress up as... Or the, the stylists dress their tributes as something that represents their district. So okay. District 12 is a coal mining district. District 11 is an agriculture district. Okay. So they dress them up something that represents that. And every year, they dress the, dis- the tributes up as coal miners. It's just inevitable. They, that's they, a, they, they will get, be coal One miner. year, they were naked coal miners. <laughs> <laughs> they were just plumb naked. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they didn't have any coal clothes on. But they were coal miners. Where did, all right. How did they describe that in the book? <laughs> that's how they described it. One year? The tributes were naked. So he tells Kat- Katniss that? No, Katniss knows that from just watching. Just the, knowing it was... Because the Hunger it, Games it's is... sort of known re- that they No, did that. it's required. You're required to watch the Hunger Games. The games themselves. You have to How watch do they it. catch you not? I don't know. Like, Why are you like required? It's, well, I it's mean, mandatory watching. So if you're watching TV, you have to watch it. Well, I mean, I can understand... That it's like kind of an important deal that you would watch, but I don't know why it would be like. Do you, do they because put the you in Capitol jail? Because the Capitol wants no, I don't. I don't think they didn't really go into detail. The Capitol wants the tribute or the districts to watch it because it's their reminder that not to start another uprising because the Capitol when the Hunger Games is really supposed to be this. It's supposed to be like yo, listen up. Yeah, it's we like, will keep we are doing still this. In charge. And we still own you. So really, it's just the man getting yeah, the people that's down. Exactly it. So uh, <laughs> that's exactly it. That huh? is exactly it. Okay, so they dressed up 
people like naked. Like, how old were they? Kids though. Uh, between twelve and eighteen. I hope they were. Were they eighteen? Is there is there they like laws say. like that in in this world? Though I would say not. Probably not. No, I would. They say not. How do you dress up somebody like a? Na- do you just put coal on them? Yeah, you just put coal dust on them. Probably give them a hard a, hat. Hard hat and, and maybe a pickaxe. Light. So what they so did they get very? Did they just say that it was naked? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I don't have it. Find the book right the, here with me. It didn't go into too much detail. Not really a whole lot, no. So uh, Cena is this brand new stylist. This is his first year as being a stylist for the tributes, and he wants to make this. He wants. Do you think he was just a general stylist, like help people style their hair in Capital City or whatever? Yeah, it could have been something. Yeah, like and then, then he just happened so, to get the job. So Cena is this. He, you find out. <laughs> That he's this amazing stylist. You, oh wait, wait, wait! Do you think that's how they test out all stylists for the uh, for the Hunger Games? Like every year, you move up because you, they start you off with District Twelve because yeah, it's like District Twelve is the worst. Like you always let, let's see how you do a coal miner, you know, and then maybe you can get in a, a different district next year. Maybe that makes know. sense. I just made that up. Okay, so he's an amazing stylist now. Is he an amazing stylist and everybody knows it? Or is it like he's an no, amazing stylist? No, because he's a and he's... new stylist nobody knows who he is. The stylists are always okay. televised. You know, They're a big part of the games, but he's brand new. He didn't, nobody knows about And all the rest of them are veterans? Yeah, they've okay. been there for a while. So he comes up, him and Portia, who's sort of a joint effort, mm-hmm. come up with this idea to, instead of being the coal, or instead of being the coal miners, they're going to be... The coal? Like the coal, they're going to be on fire. And right as they're see, I pictured sort of the the deal where the chariots go through the crowd a little bit different too. Right as they're about to leave and go into the crowd, they go into the crowd, or do they just like in the movie just go of, through that? I think it's sort of like in the movie, but you had it pictured a little bit different, like sort of an arena okay. deal. But, it kind of was, but yeah, it, that wasn't that bad. That was one thing that I didn't. Hey, it didn't bug you. So did they, the lead up bug you since it was so important in the book? Uh, if I felt like they left some important stuff out. Like vital, okay. What did they put? So, in the, I felt like they left some depth. Before we keep it. going on this on fire coal, did they put stuff in the movie that you found incredibly unimportant that they could have replaced with more important stuff from the book? Not really. I mean, that happens a lot. Like in Harry Potter, I always say, "I'm like that was that pointless." They really you didn't need that. You, didn't. Po- you yeah. just made that up. But that didn't happen a whole lot in the Hunger Games. Did they make much up in the Hunger Games movie? I don't think so. Not that I can remember that they did. Okay. So, right as they're about to leave and go out to the crowd, Cena yells out for them to hold hands. So, the stylist. The stylist yells out for so they <laughs> Stupid names keep going. So, they... Oh, his name's actually Senna, I think, in the movie. But I yeah. Cena. Cena. Cena's better. Okay. So, they're holding hands and they go out and they make this huge splash. They're the only ones that matter. In the movie, like, though, he just sort of grabs her hand. Yeah, in the movie, because Peter likes her. Yeah. So... Yeah, movie. like, like, likes her. Yeah, like, like, likes her. Okay. So, we're, so we're, Cena okay. yells at him to hold so hands. He, and they make this huge splash. I mean, the cameras are only on them. For the first time, District 12 is actually getting the, a lot Basically, of they make a huge splash, and they wouldn't have. Without let's, Cena. Let's keep this in mind. No, Cena has very little to do with it. They wouldn't have made such a big splash if for the past however many years, they didn't simply yeah, dress them up like coal miners. Right, exactly. Cena was just like... But Let's this fire, not just this fire, is not like a common thing in the capital. They developed the fire. Oh, okay. So what? You're, so the fire is pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, so so it's not like ooh, yeah. they did something different, and that's why it's more like they did something different and, and new. Yeah. Okay. So, that makes more sense now. <laughs> they make this huge splash and go up and have their talk, and 
Then they do the interview. Yeah, what was the interview about? Like, I mean, I they guess just, they get three it's, minutes. It's to really just the it's really just an intense reality show. Is this whole yeah, series is about reality show? Okay. So they interview the tributes. They get to Katniss, and let's see, they're talking to her. Actually, this was they don't do the interview right after the chariot ride. Okay. So, so they, they go back to the apartment, and I can't remember. I'm sure there were a few things here I didn't like. But were they talking to Heyman? Hamish, yeah. Hamish. Like, there was a lot of stuff that was just missing from, like, in the book, there was so much debt. There was, like, there was almost, there was, like, an emotion to it. Remember you read it? But whereas in the movie, it was just gone. It was just like Are you sure the emotion's not there and you're just upset because you read it different? It could have been. But for me, I felt like there was, the movie was almost emotionless and the book had this, it put you in the spot and you really, like, you really... We're rooting for these characters, and you really like, and you like, you develop your own relationship with these characters. Okay, so I mean, I guess I can see where it, the movie is an extension of the book. It's not just like a new edition; it's an extension. Mm-hmm. And if you've already has you know seen these, like maybe if it was a Hunger Games movie not based off the same characters, and it was like a sequel yeah. or something different with like different a characters. Or yeah, or something something with different characters, and right. you didn't see the characters you already envisioned in your head. You probably yeah, would have liked it a lot. Would have liked it more. Okay, sure so that might be a lot of, to do with it so, as well. So, really, my biggest problem with the whole movie starts right here, and that's this this lack of emotion in the movie. It's just not there. It took like us this it long to start exactly where you don't like it. And it's the lack of emotion. It's lack of emotion. And it's the difference in the characters. Because the characters I had pictured completely different. Was there anybody you liked in the movie that did really well? Character, yeah. Um, for being black, Rue did good. Rue, Rue was good. We'll get to that too. I had my own issue with that bit. Really? Okay. But because uh, the only person actually, I really liked was good. She was. Good, I liked. I like Katniss. But her face was different than it's supposed to be in the book, and that just got me. From the picture you showed me, the artist rendition, it looked a lot like her. I mean, it's Katniss a girl, was okay. black hair, Probably bland. the worst character was Peta. So they go into the training, and during this whole time, Hamish is trying to sell this. They're basically friends. They're not, because usually the tributes try and sort of distance themselves, because they're going to have to kill each other. Because mm-hmm. there can only be one victor. Whereas Hamish tries to, tries to sell this deal where they're, they're still friends. So whenever they're in training, which they go into a little bit more depth. Okay, but what I got from the movie, which I found really cool, this is something about the, the story that I liked, and it's one of the very few things I liked about the movie. It was literally just selling it to advertisers. It would be like if we were set to go onto a reality show, or we're making a show, right? And it's weird because you know the idea is that you have to do this one person or these two people. He is like essentially going to like Gillette, like the shaving company, and being like, "What you need is her in a commercial shaving her legs, and him shaving his face in a commercial. This will help you sell ravers and shaving gel. Then you pay them, and uh, you know sponsorships. And I like that idea because it was so real. It was like, yeah, there's two aspects to it. There's that the sponsor but, but, aspect, and then there's the aspect of the capital. But what I found interesting though is like in the movie, if it was Gillette, like. They would literally send them razors instead of just giving them money to yeah, buy right. things that they need. So that way they're in the show. So essentially it is like doing a reality show where Gillette sponsors the show. So there's a Gillette commercial right after. And in the show, for some reason, they're all using Gillette razors. 
you know? Right. So really they're sponsoring these people to be like, all right, we will give them the supplies that they need, which will be shown on television. But the thing is that usually I don't understand where this sponsor thing comes from. Because a lot of I didn't understand anybody it real well, sponsor. but I liked it. So anyway, whoa, 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 hey, wait. So you're you're if I remember right, anybody can sponsor. Because later in the book, this doesn't happen in the movie and it was really a big deal in the book. District eleven sends Katniss a loaf of bread. So Hamish, all of District Eleven could all, only pull together pull one loaf of bread because it costs so much money to send a tribute something while they're in the arena. So that's why companies mostly do it. Yeah, so that they can get their name out there more. But it costs a lot. It costs like, a lot. So, so the, the Hunger Games, games is the games. Super Bowl. Yeah, the further you get a lot in of the money. games, the more expensive it gets. Hamish decides he can sell this idea of them being friends. So, and which if they're them. already playing them as different with the flames and everything, I guess you right. could. So, during the training, everything that Katniss and Peter do, they do together. And is that Hamage is doing? He pushes yeah, that. Yeah, he wants them to stick together. Now, and in the Katniss movie... Katniss doesn't like it at first because she knows she's going to have to kill. fight him or kill him. Now, in the movie, though, they all trained... All the districts trained together. Was that yeah, the same that in the happens. book? For the first, like, four sessions or something, they train together, and then they get their private sessions. I, if I remember right, they get they train with everybody, and then they get one or two private sessions with just them and the trainers, and then they. So there are trainers. It's not like Hamage. Yeah, there's trainers. Okay. And then they get that one. They get to show their skills to the game makers. During and this was something that they left out. Every time they go to eat, Peter and Katniss start together, and they're talking and they're being friendly. And every Whereas time the other training, districts are like. <sighs> Yeah, they're kind of except for the career tributes because there's certain districts. I think it's one, two, and four or something like that. Mm -hmm. Their kids train to be tributes. Didn't almost all the districts train to be tributes? No, it was just a few. It was like three of them. I think it was one, two, and four. They they're what's called career tributes, and from the beginning train from when they're little kids, they train to be part of the Hunger Games. So, oh wait, wait, that's it, that's it. So they usually would volunteer, I guess. Yeah, they would always volunteer. Whereas an outline district like District Twelve wouldn't, you would never see a volunteer because no one went to. No that's one why. Did, so that's Katniss why it was such was a big deal one. when Katniss. So everything it was about sister. Twelve this year has been amazing. You've got selling them as a, you know, they like each other. Yeah. The Flames first yeah. volunteer. So right. really, they're just trying to get better ratings in Twelve. Wait, what do you mean? Just well, they're selling it. The team is doing such a good job of selling it that they're really trying to get these sponsors. Or they're doing a good job of getting these sponsors. Because Hamage knows really the only way. Do you think Hamage had a lot of sponsors? I don't know that he did, but he had to have had some because without sponsors, you can't survive. Really. Did any? Did, are there any districts that really don't? Do you think the districts that train to be get better sponsors? I would say probably because the sponsors also want to sponsor the winner. Well. Of course. You don't want to send things out to somebody, they use them, and then lose, you know. Right. And not just lose, but die. Right, exactly. <laughs> so you want to send them out to do good. In training, they're always working together. And and then, I can't remember if the interview happens before or after the training sessions. I think it happens before, uh-huh. where they're talking to Katniss, and she twirls around in her dress. That did happen. Though there wasn't was, flames. There wasn't was, flames. Oh, in the like, movie when she twirls and she's got movie. flames? Yeah. There wasn't flames in the book. She just had this... Really neat, this dress that Cena had designed and made for her. It was just a cool dress. Yeah, it was just a really nice dress. So, <laughs> the announcer, what's his name? What, what is his name? That crazy interviewee that or interviewer that is throughout it's, the film? Uh, Caesar, I think. Caesar something. Milan. He trains, he talks to kids and trains dogs. Yeah, that guy. Caesar Milan. And so, uh, 
So he's, he's described as being this guy. Now, he's done it for years and years and years and years. For the, for for the, the Hunger games. games. Okay, so in the book, do they show the interviews with all the districts? Or do they still just focus on Katniss they and They do describe a few of them, but not really not really any more than they did in the in movie. The movie was, more, I, but... was I right in the movie that they just did Peta and Katniss pretty much? If I remember much? right, they skimmed over their other ones. Like really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it was relatively similar, maybe a little more detail in the book. So they get to Katniss... And she's doing her little twirl. And Caesar is described as, in the book, as this guy who really helps out the tributes. Because, you know, if they're nervous, or he's really there to help the tributes. And he helps them a lot with their interviewing. So whenever Katniss goes up, he really makes it easy for her. Well, and then he's just a good interviewer. Right, yeah. He doesn't really care. He cares he, about his, how he, he does looks. a little bit, but yeah, he. It's. I mean, it's. I'm not knocking the guy. Yeah, He's right. vain. He wants to look better as an interviewer. Right. So if you're really good, then you're a good person and an interviewer. Now, so once you leave, he you don't helps, give a shit. But. Yeah, he helps Katniss out with the interview and everything. She twirls, gets up, and then. And the way I saw it in the book was that they all had to stay on stage. And if I remember right, they all had to stay on stage while the other people were interviewing. Because so you remember in the movie, Katniss goes back behind little, stage. Yeah. The first person gets a little easier. Right. Katniss goes up. And, and they don't interview thing. them as a district, right? They interview them one at a time. Yes. Yeah. So, so they, they do all the women and then all the no. men? Or they do Lady, the woman the man, from District 1, girl man boy, from girl District boy, 1? Okay. They interview Katniss and she goes and stands in the book. She goes stands on the stage. In the movie, she goes behind stage. And they start to get interviewing PETA and he, they do their whole run where PETA has discovered this guy who really is good with crowds. He makes the crowd like him good on camera so he's just a really good entertainer in general yeah. he's he's very um well-spoken he's very entertaining he's very charismatic yes which they I, all right i will say this they did that very well in the movie did what that's the only part he played well in the movie was whenever he's getting interviewed and he got the crowd on his side yeah, i like that part very good on that. i did like that part because that actually happened where they were sniffing each other in the book uh i glossed what? over something earlier do you huh? remember that where they no. were smelling each other because he thought he smelled like roses. <laughs> no, I don't remember. That okay. part, in the, even the book, made me crack up. I glossed over something earlier that was real important. Whenever Peter's name was drawn, Katniss recognized them. Because when she was, whenever her father died, which, did they really go into detail how her father died? Because that was a big deal in the book. Did they even mention that her father died, really? I don't remember. They kind of just showed that they were alone? Yeah, I don't really remember a whole lot. And that was sort of a big, it was a big detail in the book. And, uh, that her father died. Was, was her mother alive? Her mother mother's was alive. alive right? But here's what happened. But wasn't her mother like here's what a happened. horrible mother? Here's what happened. Not really, but I'll just explain it all. Okay. Her, until she was like 12 or something, her father and her were really close. And they would go out into the woods and they would hunt together. And he taught her how to shoot a bow and they would go to this lake. and hang So out. she got her skills from shooting with her father. Yeah. And all the men in District 12 were required to work in the coal mines. Now, really quickly while I'm thinking about it, who is this boy in the beginning of Gal? the movie? Okay, Gail Because is, the whole time you're like, oh, obviously part, these two are going to end up together. And then all of a sudden it's sort of like, um, remember that guy? Fuck him. We're going to get back to PETA and just forget about that guy and that relationship <laughs> we built in the beginning. 
whatever. Yeah, they, I was like, they described that what? better in the book. Gail is her basically her only and her best friend. They go out and hunting. Gail's got a family of like three brothers to feed mm-hmm. and his mother. Both their fathers died in an explosion in the coal mines. They basically know each other for several years and they just they became best friends and they always so, hunted together. So Gail and Katniss kind of comes back to their father dying, right? Yeah. Her father dies in this coal explosion so they run out of money really quick. They get a small compensation from the capital and then that's it. Whenever their father died. Yeah, so they run out of money. And they from start the district starving. or from the capital? I think the district. So District 12, not the, the capital then. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So they run out of that and they start starving. They can't really feed themselves. And Katniss has her sister take care of. And her mother just basically went crazy and couldn't do Her, mother, her did mother didn't seem crazy in the flick. Well, she wasn't because she had gotten better. Kind of like how What's-His-Name She died seemed crazy in the movie. And she did seem crazy. What happens is her mother, like, blanks out completely. She can't do anything. So Katniss has to take care of her sister and her mom. And she's starving. She can't find food. She doesn't know what to do. And Wouldn't just, it suck to be, like, six... How old was she when her father died? I think she was, like, 11 or... Wouldn't 10. it suck to kind of be, like, 11 or she even... She was 11 30? because she had a few months to go before she could sign up for the... Oh, I forget what they call it, but if you're 12, you can sign up for this deal where you get a year's supply of grain and water or something for every... You can sign up for it for once... For one time for every person in your family, you have to put your name in the drawing for the reaping every time you sign up. What's so the reaping? The reaping is where they pick the tributes. Oh, so, so she put her name so you in can, you can three get. times because she has one mandatory, one for Prem and one for her mom. And she gets this bag of grain for a year's supply of it. So you mandatorily have to put it in there anyway. Yeah, but you can put your name in Again, extra times. And the, for each person in your family. Right. So Gail... But if you put it in for each person in your family, does that mean you put their name in or your name? Your name. So how did her little sister get chosen? Whenever you're 12, you're name you have to put oh your name it's in. mandatory in there yeah, but, she, she but, you, but she's in there three times because she signed up for this deal prem didn't but katniss did yeah when she was 12 she signed up for it. okay um and then gail is 18 so he has his name in there 42 times where he should only have it in six if he gail does yeah gail has his name in there 42, 42 times yeah because he has like three brothers and his mom to take care of so he puts his name in so he has every three year so he has four ones every year no that doesn't come out right but it doesn't matter he puts in extra names Every year. So he's got his name in there 42 times. For his family. For his family. But it's still his name. Yeah, it's still his name. So, so at a certain point, it's just going to be his name. Like, after they pick you, let's say you you win. You mean you get drawn? Yeah. That's not winning. But okay. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, you win the if you And win then the games. you win the Hunger Games. Okay. Is your name in there again? No. You're out. I'm pretty sure, yeah. You're good. Okay, so her father died. So her father dies, and she's she can't provide for her family, and she's the only one who can because Prim's like six years old, and her mom's just gone. She she went to the market to try and trade something or other, and nobody wanted to trade the hob, which is this basically this black market that's accepted in the district. Even the peacekeepers hunt or not hunt, but trade there. She's coming home, and it starts to rain. She's looking inside the bakery. Okay, so this the what they showed in the movie? They sh- they sort of glossed over in the movie. They but they showed show it like it. four times. Yeah, but they didn't show it in detail. Why did they keep showing it? Because they kept uh, they kept expanding on it a little bit. It was so it. it was bad. I didn't like that part. It was bad. And I never read the book. It. And okay. the book, what happens is she goes off and she tells the whole story all in one deal, and then comes back to where she is. And then you're like, oh, I got that. Now that I can move sense. on. So basically, what happens is 
she's walking by the bakery house. The in the rain. After her father died. In, yeah, after okay. probably several weeks after yeah, her father died. I mean, she, couldn't, she couldn't sign I think it's called the Tesseract or something. No, wait, that's the crystal from... She couldn't Avengers. sign up for it, and they had no food, right? Right, until she was 12, and then she did sign up for it. Okay. And so she's so walking how? by this bakery looking at the bread. This lady comes out and yells at her to get away, like, you're... Basically, she's just pissed off at dirty kids who don't have any money walking by the bakery and trying to steal. Hold on like one that. second. Before you, you expand on that, if you don't sign up for this year grain food deal, how do you ever get food? Well, you can get food otherwise if you have a job or your parents have a job or you can trade stuff in the market if you have something. Then why is that? Why is Gail's name in there so many times? None of his family can work? Uh, his brothers are bombs? too young and his mom works, but she doesn't make enough money. Oh. And he hunts. But not very well. <laughs> no, he's an excellent hunter, actually, the way they describe him. But it's just not enough to feed his whole family. She's walking by this bakery, and the mom comes out and yells. So she she walks around. I don't really get a real visual. I think she walks around behind the bakery for some reason. And she hears, like, this thunking. And, mm-hmm. and the mom is, like, beating the child, the son. And then, like, yells at her. Yells beating at her. PETA? PETA, yeah. Beating PETA. So Katniss wa- finds the mom... Beating the hell out of PETA. And they never really described that in the no, movie. Yeah, that happens in the book. So she yells at him to go out, and basically what happened was PETA had burnt some bread, and she was pissed off, so she beat him. And then yells out, yells at him to go out and feed it to the pigs, because they have pigs, apparently. They got hogs, yeah. So he, he goes out back. He gives Katniss his hog. And well, what happens is he's just looking at the, how they describe it in the book is he's looking at the pigs, throwing chunks off, and then without even looking at Katniss, he throws the bread to her and then turns around and goes inside. Well, so he acts like nothing happened. But in right. the movie, they had this. They shared a moment. Yeah, that doesn't long happen in moment. the book. That I didn't very like that. long moment. Yeah, I didn't like that. That was all messed up. Then Katniss um, gets the bread and she finds like this lily and it gives her hope and she goes home and her family eats and basically she just gets her spirits back up and she's able to go and hunt and when she starts hunting. She meets Gail. Once she meets Gail, they're able to trade at the hob and provide meat for the family, and everything's uphill from there. So there was, like, that big deal. It was the Peter's the boy who gave her the bread. She acknowledges him as the reason that she's still alive because he gave her this hope. So Peter does this his whole deal and then Caesar asks asks him about if there's any girl that he likes and oh. like, Well yeah there is Well there's Well maybe you'll win the games and blah blah blah. I was feeding and the hogs like, and slipped her some bread. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like Well that's bad luck. Why is that? Because she came here with me and then the chapter ends in the book. Oh and then you're like next chapter I ain't going to bed yet. Next chapter. That happens. <laughs> it's like and you know who it is, but you're like, What's gonna happen now? Because she's standing right there. But not in the movie. Katniss, no, not in the movie. And then Katniss, she doesn't really know what to do. I can see her face from the movie. Like, she played awkward really well. (laughs) (laughs) They go back to the, uh, oh, they're they're on the 12th floor of the district, or the tribute. So they go back to there, and she's mad at PETA for saying that. She doesn't really think that it's real. She doesn't understand that yet. What, that he likes her? That he really likes her. Uh And so, Hamish, 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 Hamish and Peta had talked about this beforehand that he was going to do this, but uh, Hamish didn't like Katniss up till now. She he thinks she's very hard to like. She's very un. un- oh, so getting her. sponsored makes it difficult, and that's yeah. yeah. So, but Peta's very easy to like. Yeah. Well, he's good. Yeah. So that's the point. So then Hamish is like telling her 
this is good for you because now people like you. now people like you. You're the star-crossed lovers from District Twelve. That all so happens. So now she Katniss is like, oh well, you didn't do it because you like me. You did it. No, she calms down and she like starts to worry about how good she did and her reaction. Oh. So they kind of continue on that trend where they they're star-crossed lovers. Yeah, and we have to kill each other. But they have to kill each other. Oh, so not a whole lot more eventful happens till the games. Yeah, they get to the games. And in the book, the cornucopia is supposed to be gold. It was like some sort of black carbon fiber or something in the book <laughs> or in the movie. It's supposed to be gold in the book. They, they were in their budget on the interview scene. I guess so. So uh, seriously, that movie goes downhill, like visual wise. From the, really from the interview, I thought, yeah, the whole movie seemed visually very, very bad to me. So they're at the cornucopia, and what happens is she sees the bow. See, Hamish hadn't had no idea what was going to be out there. In the movie, he mentions that there's going to be a bow. Don't go for it. Just run away and try to find water. Well, that doesn't happen in the book. Wait. Okay. So whenever you first enter the games, like they did, when yeah. you're kind of like uh-huh. in the games, yeah. there's all that supplies in the middle. Yes. So it's kind of like playing dodgeball. I mean, essentially, it's like playing yeah. dodgeball. All the balls are lined up in the center. You run to them and grab them. And, grab and them. they call that the bloodbath because there's inevitably, like, half the tributes. Inevi- yeah, because, I mean, if you're the first one there and you grab the right thing and you're good enough, you will take. Yeah. And then you can go. But other than that, you kind of have to run away and just wait. Yeah. So what happens in the book is Hamish tells them both, don't run into the cornucopia, turn around and run away and find water. Immediately. Immediately. Do find that. water. Well, because you, you're not provided with water. All you you're get. You're not provided with anything. Is there nothing. water in the in the blood bath? Yes. There's water and there's food. Everything and there's everything you would need. So everybody gets this jacket Which, that keeps them warm and not, they all get the same suit and that's it. That's all they get. So they're all dressed up in this. Yeah. Well. That's the only thing I liked about the story, not necessarily the movie, not necessarily the book, was the way that that fucking game starts. It's yeah, like it just a starts do- right it's in the like middle. dodgeball game. Ready? Go. Everybody, you can get what you want or you can run away. Either way, it's all right there. That's like if that was really a reality show, dude, I'd they'd be like you have to watch this is mandatory that you must watch this and I'd be like I'll sponsor anybody <laughs> who makes this show if you started off like that. So, they uh, they go through that deal, and what happens is she's in this deal, and if you step off it, there's mines around you, and they'll blow you up if you step off it early. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that so, was cool. Because that way you don't try to go to the cornucopia. Yeah. So, what happens is uh, she sees a bow, and she's going to go after it. She decides she's going to ignore Hamish and go after it. Oh, and well, she, I guess in the book you get her thought process, because yeah, I never realized her, that in the movie. Yeah, which is really... That really adds to Yeah, story. I would imagine. So she's thinking about it, and she looks over at Peter, and Peter shakes his head to learn, don't go after it. And then the game starts. And, and Hamage she... is like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Why did... I hate District 12 so much. So then the game starts while she's still looking at Peter. So she gets distracted, and everybody else is running before she gets a chance to run. So she, she realizes that she's not going to be able to get the bow. Because she's a girl. No, because everybody else had already gotten there because Peter distracted her and she got oh, a Oh, so she kills Peter. No. Oh. <laughs> she had thought that if she started as fat and ran as fast as she could, she, she could, could grab the bow, the bow which and run away. His, which is her forte. Yeah. You know, she would be like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then she'd end the games because her, well, her and Peter would be staring each other down. Yeah. She'd be like, I'm going to kill you, Peter. And Peter would be like, I'm going to throw a sack of flour at you. <laughs> That that part, that line from the movie really bugged me. It really upset me. There and was, then they would have the showdown, and then the movie there. would be over, and then it wouldn't have to be as long as it was. Oh well, maybe you show Rue die. 
And then, yeah, and then you move on. And then this black girl dies. And then the end. So she's distracted, doesn't get to so the So then bow. she's really mad, so she runs away. She's mad at Peter, but she sees a piece of plastic and a backpack right next to her. So she decides, Right next to her? Or close enough to her. So she decides to go run and grab that. She grabs the plastic, goes to pick up What's the bag. What's the plastic? It's just a piece of plastic. It's just like a square piece of plastic. Why would that be out there? Because it could be out. Because it was really close to the tributes. The oh. less useful stuff is really close to the tributes. Oh, okay. And then like, okay. the really useful stuff is really far into the cornucopia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So That's she cool. grabs this pack and right, like, right at the same time, someone else gets to it. And then there's this big struggle between her and this other tribute and one of the career tributes. Big struggle meaning they pull back and forth on the backpack? Pull back and forth and, and they're fighting. Okay. So she gets the backpack and then one of the career tributes throws a knife at her. Career tributes? Career tributes. So oh, like, so one, one of the like. Yeah, trained. one of the ones that trained. And they form a pack even before like the game starts. So they're sort of on a team even before the game starts. Even though they're going to have to end up killing one another. Right. I never quite understood that part, but keep going. Well, I mean, it the was reason cool. is because... If you eliminate everybody else first, then it's just easier for yeah. you. So that happens. She throws a knife at the backpack. So that part was okay in the movie. And then Katniss runs away. Here's where it started. things start to get really bad. So up until now, you kind of enjoyed the movie? No, not really. But this is where things start to get this really is where, bad. This is where you're like, oh, this is an okay movie. Yeah, so like, exactly. This is not even an okay no. movie. <laughs> yeah, before that, I was like, I could, I can tolerate this. And then I was like, well, I'm not really digging this. <laughs> In the book, she can't find water. She walks for like two and a half or three days, and she cannot find water. She just keeps walking. Like there's that three days and no water. What's in this backpack? It's like two and a half. Okay, so she pulls out the backpack. It's a bright After orange three backpack. Days. No, first day. Okay. She pulls it out and there's like a bright water orange. canteen. Yeah, it's bright orange. Well, I guess that would be really close to the tribute. It's like you can get this backpack. But Same stuff, but it's bright. Right, exactly. Oh. So uh, there's a canteen in there, but it's empty. There's like a little bit of food, I think, and then. There's like one of the like things. Slim Jims. Yeah, it's like a Slim Jim, basically. There's really? Like, Is it really? Yeah, there's like beef jerky sort of deal. In there. There's like a strip <laughs> of beef in there, which you really shouldn't eat because it will dry thirsty. you out. Yeah. So she walks on and cannot find water. And after like the second day, she's the dehydration symptoms are setting in, yeah. and she's completely delirious. Has she slept? Yeah, she slept a little bit. There was that whole scene where she was up in the tree, and one of the tributes lit a fire and then the career tributes came by mm-hmm. and then she realized Peter was there mm-hmm. and she kind of freaks out and she gets a little bit mad at him because she thinks that <laughs> he's against her now because yeah. he's helping them find her so that all happens and well he's not really helping them find her he's just helping them find no he's supposed to be helping them find her because she got an 11 at, on the training deal and that's 11 out of 12 which is better than any of the other tributes did oh so they're just pissed yeah they're pissed and they want to kill her oh okay so and he's supposed to help her help him find because she he's from district 12 so that happens and then she walks on and on can't find water she's starting to get there's no water anywhere well there was water by the cornucopia there was a lake and then a field so they put the cornucopia in a really good area and then a forest but I would imagine that people are camping out at the cornucopia those who are able to hold their ground the career tributes have their camp at the cornucopia well that makes sense by the lake actually which is really close to the cornucopia so uh, she's running around doesn't have any water and she's about ready to just collapse and die from dehydration she wants Hamish to send her water from a sponsor which is super expensive how does she tell Hamish she just says water because everybody's watching her on TV and she so she doesn't, doesn't tell him and she's just like about to die and she's like oh, water water it'd be really nice to have some fucking water right yeah now. like that oh. basically 
She assumes that the only reason he doesn't send her water is because she's close to a thing of water. So she really does expect him to send water? Yeah. Oh, okay. And he probably would have. And he can't? He he can, but he doesn't because sponsor gifts are super, super expensive and he doesn't want to waste it. And she's close to water. They're really expensive, meaning sponsors, it would be hard it's to get hard them. to get sponsors and, and it costs he a could. lot of money. So he could send her water. But she thinks that he knows that he's she's close to water. So she keeps walking on. She makes herself walk on. And she finds this pond of water. And then she fills up her canteen. And then she has to put this stuff in it and wait for it to sterilize. So she has to wait half an hour for it to sterilize. Half an half hour. An hour. It would be quicker so, to build a fire. So then she does that. And then slowly paces herself with the water. And then fills it up again and just keeps drinking. And then she rests there for the night. Whereas she keeps in, sterilizing it, though, right? I mean, right, yeah. Oh, okay. So where, as in How the, many of these sterilizing tabs does she have? Oh, it's, I think that it might have even been in the backpack. It was like this iodine stuff that uh-huh. she just drips in. She's got a lot of it. Uh, she's got a bunch. Oh, okay. All right. Well, at least they explained it. Okay. And then in the movie, what happens is she runs away from the cornucopia, looks at what's in her backpack, goes and gets water, and then goes and hangs out. That's yeah. what happens in the movie. I mean, I, all of that was really new to me because I'm sitting there going, none of this happened. It was all wrong. All wrong. In the all wrong. <laughs> so, like, there's this big, long thing where she's trying to find water, and it was really interesting, really fun to read, and then they just, meh, she goes and gets eh. water. It wouldn't be that fun to watch. It might be fun to read. Yeah, but they didn't have to do it as long as it took them the book. They could have just showed her, like, over, like, done a mont not a montage, but, like, where they fade a it montage. out. Montage. Montage. Then she's, she's, and I might be skipping over a few things. Maybe I'm sure you are. <laughs> but she uh, sleeps in the tree, and she's woken up by that firewall. Uh-huh. She runs away from the firewall. Why? What? What's with the firewall? What it is is the game makers are trying to push all the tributes together because nothing was happening, and it's an entertainment show. Yeah, so they got to get things they going. Gotta get yeah. So the fire comes, and that was okay. That was fairly no, accurate. Okay. Um, in the book, she really gets burnt, though, like, really bad yeah because in the movie she was burnt really bad but like how about how much worse was it in the book because in the movie it was really bad it was probably that bad but i don't feel like they did a very good job visualizing it really the visuals i was watching that part and that was one of the few parts of that movie i believed i'm like yeah that looks she gets burnt really 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 bad so she finds this pond and in the pond she she lays there for a little bit and like she gets relief from the water and everything and then the career tributes find her mm-hmm. and then she runs away and climbs up this tree and what happens is she's climbing up this tree she knows that all the career tributes are too heavy to climb up so she climbs yeah. really high Kato chases after her falls down yeah it's her so they decide that part was all fairly accurate <laughs> and uh you're okay with that it was okay with that and then she gets sent the burn ointment from Haymitch. Haymitch. now in the book it's like so that was one of those things where he's like she's not gonna find burn ointment right and this is like super capital stuff where you put it on it heals you yeah that was i like i thought that was cool stuff so uh she the whole book is written from katniss's perspective so it doesn't go off like in the movie it went off to president snow talking to the head game maker and went off to Haymitch, and you know what i mean yeah it didn't do that in the book. It's all from Katniss's perspective. So she gets this burn ointment, puts it on, applies it. And then Rue, like in the night before, like every night they play an anthem and then show all the tributes who've died. Yeah. In the sky. Which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. So they do that. So that way they show the other tributes like, yo, here's what's been going on in right, case exactly. you missed it. And then there's a cannon to tell you that someone has died. Too. Yeah. So before that happens, Rue, she sees Rue in the other tree. Rue points out the tracker jacker nest to her. 
And then they go into the Which little, was in the movie. I mean, that was fine, right? Yeah, but it didn't happen in the right timing. Because this happens before the night ends. Uh-huh. She points out the tree. And then Katniss goes off and explains what tracker jackers are. Then she s- decides that she can cut the limb off. But she's going to be dis- disturbing the limb. And the tracker jackers hate when people Dist- disturb yeah. their nest. So, but they're subdued from the smoke. So they're not quite as... Because that was the only de- defense the that the rebels had found was smoke. Smoke will subdue the tracker jackers. During the anthem, she goes up and saws at this branch. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't want the tributes to know she's sawing it. So she gets about halfway through and then the anthem quits. So she goes to bed. All the tributes go to bed. And then the next morning she wakes up. She wakes up Rue. Tells her that she's going to drop the tracker jacker nest. Tells Rue. Tells so, Rue she's okay. going to drop the tracker jacker nest. So Rue flees. She runs away. And then she finishes cutting off the branch. And then tracker jacker nest, nest drops. And she gets stung like three times. But that's not bad. But she yanks out the... Well, they cause hallucinations and they can be... They can be deadly. So she yanks out all the stings. And then... All the career tributes are getting stung, and they start running away. So she jumps down, and one of them's already dead, if I remember right. One of the tributes is already dead. Okay, hold on. Do you know who it is? One of the girls. I one think, of the career tributes, three. though. Yeah. Is PETA with them? Yes, PETA's still with them. He with gets the career- stung, too. He gets stung? Okay. Yeah. Well, hold on a second. That's going to have to wrap up part one, because I've got other things to do tonight. Oh, man, but I'm going to forget where I'm at. Oh, don't worry. I'll remind you. That's why we're recording it. Plus, how, we, how far would you say we're in? Maybe half? Probably about half, there's, but there's about a lot half? of stuff to explain about Pete and Katniss coming up. So. Okay, coming up? All right, good. Well, I would say an hour is definitely a good spot to end part Are one. We an hour yeah. Already? Holy shit. And that's only halfway. So in the next half, you'll explain Pete and Katniss to me, because I, I really don't want to read it. <laughs> I would much rather, rather have you tell it's me about really it. It's a really good book. So while, I don't know if you enjoy reading it anyway. So while you'll tell me about it, we'll just put some mics in front of us. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see you on part two. Thanks for listening. From all of us here at Dave and Isaac Discuss, thank you for listening. Visit DaveAndIsaac.com for links and photos on this and all episodes. For questions, corrections, and suggestions, send your letters via electronic mail to DaveAndIsaac at gmail.com. To never miss an exciting edition of the show, be sure to subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and basically everywhere you listen to podcasts. Finally, please join us again next Monday for another thrilling program from Dave and Isaac. Thank you.